Welcome to Harvest Valley Worship Center's Sermon of the Week. You can discover more about our church, pastors, and special guests at hvwc.com. We hope that you are blessed by today's message. So I was in the shower this week, and I just, I've always had encounters in the shower. I don't know why, but it's a special place for me. And uh, I just felt the Lord come all around me. And this is not my sermon, but I just felt the Lord say, I hunger for you, son. I hunger to know you. That longing that God has for us is so intense. And I've felt it many times. I'll wake up in the middle of the night sometimes feeling that longing. And the Lord said, I'm releasing that same longing I have for you on you so that you will long and hunger for me like never before in your life. And I just feel like I'm supposed to release that on this body, that hunger to know him, that hunger to just wake up in the middle of the night and just fellowship and have a special time and a special place with him that we wouldn't be so busy that we forget to focus on Him. Somebody mentioned today that we get so excited about Christmas and the gifts and all, but He is the greatest gift we could ever hope to possess. The God that made the universe cares about us. He loves us with such a passion that we can't imagine. And so I just release that hunger to know Him, to draw close to Him, that those things that we've struggled with in our life would no longer have a place in our life because we hunger for Him so much that He comes. He is our everything, and we just just need to receive from Him. So that was free. So for the last couple months, the Lord has been dealing with me. And he said, I'm going to give you a new operation, a new way to operate. I want you to give up your old way of operating. And many times in my life, I have operated from abundance, but it's not all the time. And it's only in a few areas. But I believe the Lord has given me a vision of what our lives could look like when we operate out of abundance. Not just for provision, not just one area of our life, but every single area of your life. The Lord wants us to operate out of abundance. It's who He is, and it's how He operates. There is not one single problem, not one single place of lack in the kingdom of God. It's a place of abundance, and it's the way he operates. Chris has already described abundance. It's more than enough. It's overflowing. It's so much that you could never use it all. That's abundance. Abundance is mentioned in the Bible 71 times. That's quite a lot because it's the way he operates. It's who he is. In 2 Corinthians 9, 8, it says, 
Yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything. Every moment and in every way, he will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing you do. How many want to overflow with abundance? Me too. That was the Passion Translation. This is Ephesians 3.20 in the New King James. We've probably all heard this and quoted it many times. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Those are just a few scriptures on abundance. There's myriad of more scriptures. But the Lord impressed upon me that abundance is not just something you think about. It's a way of life. It's a mindset. Not only a mindset, but it's, a, if you will, a heart set. Yeah. It's like something that we need to set our hearts on so and believe with all of our hearts. What keeps us from abundance? Fear. Fear that if I obey God and do this, that I probably won't have enough because this is what I have. But abundance is a way of thinking that leaves no doubt or fear because we know who He is. We know His nature. We know our past experience with His faithfulness. How many in this room have seen God's faithfulness in your life? <laughs> Almost every, I think it was everyone in the building. We know he is faithful. We know, but sometimes we still hold back. When abundance gets down on the inside of you in your spirit, and you embrace that, how you think will be abundance. What you speak will be abundance. Everything you do will exude or give off abundance. When people come up to you and they go, I don't believe I've ever encountered anyone like you. You're so different than anybody else. <laughs> it's like most, so many people have an orphan spirit. So many people have a yeah. me, me, me. Yeah. But when they encounter a person like you that operates out of abundance, they go, I want that. I want that. I want to know the one you know. So instead of lack, they will, uh, in an orphan spirit, they will experience the abundant love of the Father. That abundant love. I believe that's where abundance starts, in that extravagant love of the Father. You will give because you love. You will obey because you love. I'd like to just tell a story. This is one, one example of how the Lord operated in my life in abundance. And it was so simple, but it was so profound. Many of you know I'm a, a knife maker. But how this all started was I got this beautiful pocket knife. It was only a $30 knife, probably. But 
I loved that thing, and I went, I'm going to cherish this and keep this for the rest of my life. I've never had anything like this. And the Lord said, I want you to give that pocket knife to your youth pastor. And I went, oh, this one, Lord? Oh, I obeyed. Because I know when the Lord prompts you to do something, you obey. Because he always gives you way more than you could ever give away. One month later, I met the man that taught me how to make knives. And he was such a gracious man. I didn't know who he was at first, but he was president of the Knife Makers Guild of the whole world. He was like an important man. And he took me under his wing and he showed me how to make it. And pretty soon I was, you know, I was making knives. It was a dream of mine since I was a little boy. Why does that matter? Because he cares about what you care about. So out of that one little act of obedience, I met a whole different world of people. I was so blessed, abundantly blessed, because pretty soon I had all kinds of orders, you know. And fast forward 25 years, I was speaking in this, now he wasn't a youth pastor, he was a pastor, and I told this story. And after the service, they took us out to lunch. 25 years later, that man gave me that knife back. Like, it blew my mind. But that's the goodness of God. That's the goodness of God. If he prompts us to do something, it's always going to turn out good if you go ahead and do it. If you hold back, you're missing out on the biggest blessing. When you obey, you invite abundance into your life. <laughs> the other thing is when we think a certain way like I've thought much of my life and the Lord begins to want to change the way you think let's see I have a scripture for this Romans 12.2 in the Passion says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. The Lord wants to change the way we think in the area of abundance especially, in the area of lack. Over here we have, we see a world. It's so messed up. There's so much lack. There's so many things wrong and messed up. But in the other world, the kingdom of God, there's abundance. There is not one lacking thing. And we are citizens of this world. But the Lord still gives us a choice. We can live in that world or we can live in that world. And if we live in that world, that's why the Lord says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Because we're operating out of His world, out of abundance. If we get up in the morning and we feel bad, and we say, I feel like a truck ran over me. 
Are we speaking abundance over our day? <laughs> no. So sometimes we have to zip it and speak abundance. If you want abundance in your life, we need to speak abundance. There is no room for complaining. Complaining is praising the enemy for what he's messed up in your life. But praise to God will bring abundance. Last week, I think we uh, had a word that said, praise takes the problem out of your hand and puts it in his. So praise brings abundance. When we're having a hard day and we just stop and we go, I just praise you, Father. I thank you for all the good gifts you put in my life. I thank you for the amazing people you put in my life. All of a sudden, we just stepped into abundance. Yeah, come on. Abundance is not only meant to flow to you, but through you. Amen. You cannot operate in abundance and not be a generous person. Amen. Generosity opens up abundance in your life and my life. Are we talking about money? Sometimes. But there's so many areas of our life Amen. where we can sow abundance yeah. into other people. Because when we operate out of abundance and we go and sow into that person, they're operating out of abundance now. Yeah. Because we showed them and we gave the, the way to live. We showed them the example. We must be willing to embrace change if we want God to change the way we think about abundance, about giving, about sowing into people when he tells us to sow. I don't know about you, but that word change sometimes can sound scary. Aren't we just all, we're afraid of change? Many times change is just it's scary. It can be uncomfortable. But here is the good news. In the kingdom, it's not about change, but exchange. We give up our old way of thinking for God's way of thinking. We give up the old things that we've experienced lack for abundance. So it's when we want to, to change... It's an exchange. He gives us beauty for our ashes. So good. So when we embrace change, when we delight in the change that God wants to make in our lives, we just invite an abundance into our lives. Because it's the way He thinks. And He goes, if you would just listen to me, if you would just tap into what I'm telling you and think the way I think, your life would change forever. There would be no more lack in your life. There might still be some hard times. That's life. But when you operate out of abundance, boy, you hardly even notice because you're operating out of a different world, out of a different system.
God is not moved. This might sound a little strong, but I've heard Mark Crawford say this. God is not moved by need. That's right. It's like, that doesn't mean he doesn't care. But God is moved by faith. Faith moves God. And when we step out in faith and sow in abundance, it's a seed. It's that seed that we planted that will bring abundance. Does a farmer walk out to his field and go, I'm not going to plant any seed here, but come harvest time, I'm going to have a harvest. Not a farmer ever said that probably. A farmer, he'll get out there and he'll sow the seed because he knows when you sow, you will reap. So when you sow into someone's life, God will bring the increase. God will bring abundance. When you sow into ministries and and paying your tithes and all this stuff, it won't be hard anymore because you're sowing into the kingdom of God and that abundance, you're just inviting abundance to come and, and be a part of who you are. There will not be any more orphan spirit. In Hebrews 11.6, And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith knowing that He is real and that He rewards the faith of those who give all their strength and passion into seeking Him. In another translation, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Why? I I'm probably spoke this before, but why is it impossible to please God? Because it is an insult to His nature to not believe Him. We know who He is. We know how abundant He is. We know that He is abundant and that He cares. Excuse me. He cares about everything. He cares about the smallest details of your life. So we know his nature. We know who he is. And past experience has shown us who he is. So not to believe him, that is a sin against God. To not have faith in him. That's why the Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. And faith in the area of abundance always has a seed attached. When we ask for something from God, many times He won't give us an oak tree, but He'll give us the acorn. He'll give us the seed to plant. And when you plant that seed, it's a supernatural seed. It's not just a seed that takes forever to grow. It's a, you could have an oak tree in a week in God's kingdom or immediately. Is faith, does faith come from the, from here? It can start there, but faith, true faith, comes from here. It's a heart knowledge. It's not a head knowledge. True faith is a knowing. It's a knowing that God will do what you're asking and what you're speaking. It's a, it's a, it's a knowing, and it's a, when you have that knowing in your spirit, you know you can trust God. You know that He will do what His Word declares. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. 
Is that a name it, claim it? No. It's not just a name it, claim it. It's a I attached faith to the what I just spoke. And that faith is the seed that God wants, that, that he's looking for in our lives. Faith will bring the increase. Does that make sense? So some this morning somebody said God's ways are higher than ours. Might have been Tony. His ways are higher. His ways are so much higher than ours. But God doesn't say, you just think like a human and stay down there. God invites us into his nature. Do we have the DNA of the Almighty God? Yes. And God is inviting us into thinking like Him. Yes. Every day, we should be challenged. Lord, am I, am I looking at this the way you think about it? Am I looking at that person the way you think about them? So when, when God invites us into His ways, He brings us up higher to His level. Pretty soon we're not thinking like those old ways anymore. And I believe in this time, in the body of Christ, and in this body, the Lord is inviting us to come up higher, to think like He thinks, especially in the area of abundance. If we get this, if we get this abundance, and Chris has already said it, it will change your life. And the Lord is looking for people that will say, yes, God, I delight in what you're doing in me. I delight, Lord, in the processes you've taken me through to bring me to this point. And I delight, Lord, in, in walking in abundance your way, not my way. I wrote this at the top here. This is probably going back a little bit. It says, when we declare something with our mouth, and it is coupled with the heart of faith that brings it into reality. So it's faith coupled with that. Word of faith. What are some things that will bring abundance in our lives? The biggest one I can think of is thankfulness. Thankfulness changes everything. Chris has said it. If you're a God, let's see. If you're, I have a lot of confidence and it looks like arrogance, but you're thankful. You have a thankful heart because you know it's from Him, it's not from you. That makes you humble. That gives you humility. The difference between confidence and arrogance is gratitude. Is gratitude. So gratitude. Our perspective changes completely when we have a thankful heart, doesn't it? We don't grumble and complain. Because what is grumbling and complaining? Anybody? Praise of the devil. That's right. So 
Thankfulness opens up a whole world, and we, we know this. I'm sure most of you people in here have walked with God long enough to know. But it, thankfulness takes what the enemy has meant for evil, and it places it in the hands of our loving Father, who causes all things to work for our good and our benefit. Yeah. And it's that simple act of thankfulness being thankful and grateful. Lord, I'm so grateful for you. We're so grateful, Lord, that you're in our lives, God. We're so thankful that you have not left us in a place of thinking just like a human with a logical mind, but you have, you have called us up higher and you've yes. enabled us yes. to think like you. Thank you We're so grateful, Lord. We want to know what you know, Lord. We don't want to know what we know because it won't get us there, Lord, but what you know will. In Colossians 4, 2, it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. It's his will that we're thankful and grateful. It brings abundance. It invites abundance into our lives. Thankfulness is the inoculation for bitterness. When you're truly a thankful person, you cannot harbor bitterness in your heart for long. It will just not stay there because thankfulness overpowers it. A bitter person will complain and not be grateful for the good things in their life. But a thankful heart is a grateful, joyous, merry heart. It brings humility. It changes our perspective and brings us into right focus. Thankfulness. Can I hear an amen? Amen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know many times when Bill Johnson was speaking, he would just stop and go, Are you all right? Yes, Bill, we're all right, but a smoke's coming out of our ears and we're trying to write down what you just said and grasp it. So <laughs> That's why he always goes to one side and preaches it again to see if somebody's listening. I think everyone is listening. They're just, yeah, trying to grasp it. I've already given one example of obedience one simple act of obedience opened up a whole world of abundance for my life. But obedience, obedience brings abundance. Yes. When Holy Spirit comes and, and prompts you to do something, we should be jumping up and down that he asked us to do that and not go, oh, I don't know if I should do that or not. I don't really want to. We should be jumping up and down to obey because it's going to turn out so good. Yeah. What you give up will never, ever compare to what he's giving you. Yeah. And as Chris would say, it's not yours anyway. Yeah. So obedience brings us into great abundance. When my wife and I were asked in 2013 to sell our house, the house that we'd put all these special touches on 
we dearly loved that house, that we obeyed the Lord and we sold that house and went to ministry school. I cannot tell you the blessings that God has blessed us with since we did that, since we obeyed. We gave up part of our lives and we ran away from home. But the Lord made us have such a home that we never could have had without him and without obeying what he said to do. The Lord told me one time, just just lose yourself in me. I just want to be lost in him. And if you're lost in him, you will never know more who you are than when you're lost in him. There have been so many firsts in our lives because we just obeyed. So I just encourage you that when Holy Spirit comes and he says, do this, sow into this person or give this, or spend time with this person, or whatever he asks you to do, you're inviting abundance into your life when you say yes. And because you love, because God has put that deep, extravagant love in you, and you care about that person or about whatever it is, that love will compel you to do it. So what are some areas of abundance practically in our lives that we can look at? Well, the first thing most of us think about is provision. That's important because when the Lord sets you free with provision, you're free to do whatever he's called you to do. And my wife and I, that's, that's one thing we're believing God for, is to be set free from a nine-to-five job or eight to four or whatever, and to go and do what he's called us to do. The Lord said, don't wait till you have it in your hand. Plan it, and I will provide the provision for it. That's abundance. That's stepping out. That's that seed of faith. Relationships. Man, there's so many people in here that God wants to open up new relationships that are abundant, that it's people that you need to know. It's people that you need to have a relationship with. It's someone that will help you more than you could ever imagine. And it's also somebody that needs you, that needs who, what you carry. So the Lord asks us if there's someone that needs to be surrounded and loved, will you be that person? When you say yes, you're opening your life up to abundance. Abundance of his presence. We know that his presence is with us every day and all around us. But sometimes we're not very aware. So the awareness, the abundance to see the awareness of his presence in our lives. To actually feel his presence. I know there's people, there might be people in this room that you don't feel You don't feel his presence. And I just release what God has given to me, to you, that you will begin to feel his presence. It's not not saying that he's not there when I don't feel him, no. But when you feel his presence, it just does something to you. 
you can just feel him go right through you, his presence, and it's just so amazing. And most of you know what I'm talking about. So the abundance of his presence in your life. How about the abundance of people that will come through that door? The abundance of people to come and serve this couple and serve his vision and her vision. That's abundance. How about the abundance of opportunities in our life? Man, there's so many opportunities that when we step into abundance that the Lord's favor will just open up for us. So Lord, we just say, we are good soil, Lord. We are good soil. And just sow, sow into us, Lord. And show us how this abundance thing, Lord, will change our lives. I'm sure you could probably think of many, many, many more areas in your life where you'd like to see abundance. So do this with me right now. Just think of an area in your life where you have not seen abundance, where you'd like to see abundance. I'll give you a moment. So I'd just like to review right quick some of the points that we went through and then we're going to do something. So if you're still thinking about that area, just keep thinking on it. Abundance is how God operates. Abundance is who God is. It's how He thinks and it's how He wants His children to think. There is no lack in heaven And when we live our lives aware that we're in the kingdom of God, we're in this world over here, we're aware of all the things going around, going on in the spiritual realm, in the kingdom of God. And there's no lack. And that's where we operate out of. We need to embrace change in a reformation of how we think. If you're a person that struggles with, I just got to keep the wolves away from the door. That's my main objective is just to keep the wolves away from the door. I believe the Lord wants us all to live in our lives where we never worry about the wolves at the door ever again in our lives. Because he has poured out such abundance upon us that we have more than enough to sow into people. And we never have to worry about the wolves ever again. We need to delight ourselves in God's process to bring us into abundance. Many of you know what I'm talking about. The processes that God has brought you through. How we speak will affect how we experience abundance. The words that you speak will create the world you live in. If you run around going, ah, I just, I can't believe it. I just never have enough. I just never can seem to get caught up. That's not inviting abundance into your life. 
when you say, I might not have enough, but I know that my God is going to supply all my needs and he's going to sow into me abundance. And I'm going to obey when Holy Spirit prompts me to do something and sow into someone else. God doesn't want us all running around worried about our own self and nobody else. He wants us to look out of ourselves and to other people. If we're all the time focused on ourselves, we won't see the need that God puts right in front of us. Thankfulness releases abundance. I would say it's the number one thing in our lives that releases abundance, is being grateful. And obedience, obedience releases abundance. I heard a man say, we're all moving ahead at the speed of our own obedience to God. Wow, that's, that's, that's a lot. We're all moving forward and we're all seeing breakthrough in our lives according to the obedience that we have to God. So, have you all thought of an area of abundance in your life that you'd like to see? I feel like we're all supposed to come up front and we're all supposed to join hands and we're all supposed to agree for that abundance. Because there's unity when we all agree together. So, anybody that feels like it, come on up. And everybody join hands. Mm. Yeah, I'll come right down here. Lord, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you, God, for showing us a better way. Lord, a better operating system that will never take us down, Lord, but it will only rise us up, Lord, into your realms. Lord, that it will change our lives, and it will change all those around us, Lord. And so, Lord, right now we just agree together, every person in this line, Lord, we agree together right now for these areas in our life that we want to see abundance. Lord, I just release that abundance right now on this whole group. I release that abundance, Lord, that that breakthrough would come, Lord, because we have attached faith to that, Lord. Right now, Lord, let faith arise in every heart to see the breakthroughs in abundance, Lord. And Lord, it's not abundance so that we can keep up to ourselves more things and more stuff, but it's so that we can touch other people's lives with abundance. We just release that right. I just think right now, I feel like the Lord just wants us to, to speak that area of our life that we want to see abundance. And if you want to just whisper, that's fine, whatever. But speak it so that 
it is, it is heard in heaven. And it is heard on earth. Lord, I just speak it right now. I think oftentimes I felt it as we began speaking it out, the doubts like began to flood. Did that happen for anybody? Like, oh, there's this place where I'm going to believe God for. And then as you started speaking, it was like, no, no, not really. That's not really going to happen. So um, I felt it. And I'm like, that's not normal. So usually when I got a that's not normal thought, it's for the house. <laughs> so um, what I, I, I think that maybe you should say it again. Um, I think we should do that whole thing again okay. and forget the whisper. <laughs> Nobody cares. Amen. Like we like whatever that need, like we'll partner with it. If it's money, we'll partner with that. There's nothing wrong with provision. Don't there's no shame attached to what this thing is that you're believing God for. So okay. we just remove all that shame off, right? That this is not to be a quiet declaration. Okay. We received that. So, Lord, we just, we just say right now, we're going to declare this and we're going to shout it out. And we don't care who hears it because Lord, that abundance to be in our lives. And we are inviting abundance into our lives right now. So on the count of three, just shout out whatever it is. One, two, three. Provision to travel the world. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for abundance, Lord. We thank you for abundance, Lord. We thank you for give us, giving us obedient hearts, Lord, to follow your prompts, Lord, when you say to do something. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, and we declare breakthrough on every person in this line. And the power of agreement is so strong, Lord. We thank you, God, right now. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I want everybody just to take one step forward into abundance. One, two, three. Thank you, Lord, that we're in the land of abundance in Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Harvest Valley Worship Center is called to be a refuge for healing and a launch pad for transformation. If this message impacted you today, please let us know in a comment, or you can email us at media at hvwc.com. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to connecting with you.